0: Brood for America's Heartland. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe me, it says it right on the fucking king. Sorry. Sorry, Matt.
1: What's up, y'all? Welcome back to that. Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel. As always, I am joined by the entire crew today. I have sitting across me our resident cook, the booge himself, Mr. Jeremy, the kitchen white law. Meh. Sitting next to him, our pit master and producer, the tickler, our man who tickles all the clips, Mr. Matt Farr.
2: Levels, levels.
1: And lastly, the sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, backbone of the show, Miss Stacy.
2: Hey, guys.
1: Okay, so uh, we got another episode for you. A great one. Um, But right off the bat, what are we drinking tonight, guys? What are we cracking open?
3: Canned water.
2: Canned bush latte. (sighs) Open up a can (laughs) of bush.
3: We have a friend who is a Bush expert, and we are going to get him in here so we can make fun of him directly to his ears. Yeah, right,
1: so it was. we're going to give his guy a call right now because he claimed that the only latte there was was the Bush that Coors was communism beer. Our
2: Bush expert.
1: So I like some good silver bullets, and I got a bone to pick. So here we go. Let's give him a shout.
3: I want to get all up in his Bush.
2: <laughs> You're about to. Get a beard full of his Bush.
3: Mm.
0: <laughs> your call has been forwarded
1: to an automatic voice message system. Nine. Ah, oh, oh, generic! Always,
0: always
1: <laughs> Not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hi, Noah! This is Joel with That Reload Podcast, coming at you live right now on the air to tell you that your taste in beer sucks.
2: <laughs> we need to say, this is Noah Cheek Yes, at Cheeky Barbecue.
1: It is Noah Cheek at Cheeky Barbecue. But
2: cheers to him. Yeah. Cheers. Hold on,
3: guys. You, you know what this beer reminds me of?
1: What's that? Um,
3: you ever seen the movie Spaceballs when they have the cans of air that they open up? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing.
1: I think this is what they use on the movie set. I, I think you're exactly right, Jeremy. I think I'll uh, say
4: it's not as bad as you made it seem like it was going to be. I mean, creamy. it's not great, but it's not
3: that bad. There's it's, almost no flavor here.
1: Listen, man. I mean, look, if I'm on the lake and it's like, you know, I, I'm really thirsty for a beer. I might have me a bush, but there are a lot of Coors all the way. Just saying. Oh, I need to hang up.
3: No, I <laughs> hope you're having a good right, one. Uh, see you, Teague. Your
1: beer sucks. <laughs> Your beer Thanks. sucks, buddy. We love you. Bye. Bye. Chinky, love you. Okay.
2: <laughs> I can't wait till when he gets you know, to listen to that. You guys,
4: you guys ever had like Michelob Ultra? Yes, it sucks. Yeah. I feel like this is a lot like that. It's just like a very watery, like girly kind of, I don't know. Like, well, Bush it's beer, beer. for people who don't like beer.
1: Bush beer in yeah. itself is, you know, it's like, this is a country Southern staple. NASCAR till you die kind of a thing. But It
2: doesn't have a bad taste. I mean, it actually tastes good. It's just kind of watery.
1: Cheeky lives in Portland. How do you even get this stuff up there?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Because (laughs) he has all that delicious beer. He's Uh, he's the beer man.
1: He's in Portland, and he's slamming bush lattes. (laughs) You you know what I saw him drinking the other day
3: that I want to try? Uh, Budweiser came out with a nitro beer. Have you seen that one? No. I've tried to find it. I saw his post about it, but I can't find it on the shelf. I saw it the other day, and I regret not grabbing it, but you shake it before you open it, and then you pour it hard in a glass, and it's like a nitro coffee. You know, It has like the... um, Nitrogen in there, or whatever, and it all foams up and stuff. Does it have
2: a coffee flavor? I don't
3: know. I know or how, is it Just like a beer. I know. He it just it's just infused with the nitrogen.
1: I know how he did I it. I
2: want one. How he
1: get him? He's 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 affiliated with Anheuser. He works for him.
3: No, I, I saw him at Kroger here the other day. I just didn't want to buy a twelve. No, he no, needs no. The bush. That's
1: how
2: ha-
3: that's how Cheeky got oh. the bush. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah.
2: Cheeky gets all the bush.
1: He the, he loves just getting some bush.
2: Um, I but, want one of those nitros. Lots of bush.
1: I have my yeah. Kroger. That's what I uh, get. Guinness, Guinness has a uh, nitro thing inside of it. Like I, um, Legit Guinness does.
3: Um, one of my uncles was doing it live on on his uh, Facebook last night, drinking one of the nitros to remind me of it. And he, and he said it was extremely similar to drinking a Guinness. Gotcha. Hmm.
1: Okay. All right. Well, speaking of Guinness, not really. I want to remind everybody that we have a massive giveaway going on at ReloadRub.com. It's for the entire month of August. And we have um, a pretty epic video reveal that we are going to be doing for that.
2: Yeah, so basically any order placed at reloadrub.com, whether you get a sticker or you get $200 worth of seasonings, t-shirts, hats, koozies, whatever, every order gets an entry into the giveaway. We're throwing in random... chrome 50 caliber bottle breachers into orders which tonight we actually threw in like 8. Uh-huh. Just we d- we decided on a whim to say all right, next five orders are going to get them and 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 that went pretty quick. So um, anyways, random orders get breachers and then the top three winners um we're going to do a random drawing. One's for a camp chef and a haltman family meats package, package which is like over worth of meats from Halteman Family Meats. And we all love it. Like, we all have personally ordered from them. We love it. Uh, Second prize is a Yeti 45 cooler, a Mm -hmm. Yeti Tundra hard cooler with 20 of Halteman's half-pound burgers. And then third prize is a de facto knives, uh, mobility set. Um, So what we're going to do is at the end of the month, we get everybody's orders. Those are entries. We randomly draw, and we have an epic video reveal planned um, that we are going to be recording and releasing um, after we get the winners.
1: because Halteman wanted to involve the TRP crew and all the selections of the cuts of meat that were going in this massive package, I thought it would be cool to have the entire TRP crew on the video giveaway. And involve you guys in what we're doing. Which we're not going to talk about the video itself. I'm just
2: really excited. Save all that
1: juice. I can't
2: wait to see how this video plays out. And I think that you guys are going to love it. You're going to love it. It's going to be an epic way. And plus you get to watch it and see if you win. You might be one of the winners. That's
1: right. So get that bush off my freaking outline. (laughs)
2: But actually, um, so we got some of the Halteman family meats ourselves, um, from this giveaway. And last night, Jeremy had us over for picanha. Oh
1: man, that's, mm -mm, that was too good.
3: It was too good. I, uh, we had the prime whole picanha, uh, or
1: picanha, however you want to say it. How how do, what is it? uh, Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. What's the, what is the legit way? I want uh, How you say it, Jeremy? Uh,
3: I usually say picanha, but I'm not Brazilian, so it's picanha. You know.
2: If you're Brazilian, it's just like some of us say jalapenos, but it's really jalapenos. Well, if
1: it's a Brazilian cut, if the word came from Brazil, we say it like the Brazilians do. Picanha. Picanha. Yeah,
2: picanha. Do you say Which...
1: croissant like croissant? No, we don't. That is very. No, true. I mean I do. Okay, well, touche,
3: <laughs> sir. <laughs> no, but,
2: but what I want—I to I remember say... a
3: certain someone getting made fun of for that on this podcast, <laughs> so I yeah. wanted to. Point out <laughs> that hypocrisy real quick. Okay, okay. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but what I want to anyway. say is, um, the cut—it's prime. It's amazing. It's—it's it's actually known as the world's best steak in certain parts of the country or certain parts of the is world. That the really, queen,
1: the queen of all steaks. But
2: it's thirty-five dollars, thirty-five dollars and ninety-nine cents, and you—it's s- like a two and a half pound picanha cut. And how
1: many how many steaks what do you do
2: get? You get, get that five. Day?
3: we had 5 but the big ones were good size and then it went down to like a really tiny little guy so um it was both of y'all me and my wife and my two kids who are toddlers um and we had leftovers
2: plenty well, yeah. plenty
3: you you could feed 6 people on it if you if you wanted so to so if
2: you think about it it's super affordable and and You know, Mike actually messaged us this week and said, if you use code reload at checkout, you get 15% off. So the traditional way to cook picanha, of course, is kosher salt, only kosher salt. Jeremy, what'd you do?
3: I used Magnum, which has those big old huge chunks of salt in it. So it was the perfect rub, salt, pepper, garlic, onion, little red pepper flake. And I did it the churrasco style. I have some skewers for my pit barrel. Um, And so what I did is I cut it into steaks. You cut it with the grain instead of against the grain because when you cut it to eat it you cut against the grain so with the grain then i folded the steaks over like little like little letter c's and then put them through the skewer uh biggest one on the bottom all the way up and uh th- there should be some pictures on instagram and stuff you guys can see yeah. of what this actually looks like and then it hangs in the pit barrel over charcoal till it got to about 110 and then i ran it over to my camp chef i had the um the sear box heated up to you know 700 degrees and gave it a quick sear on there it has a big old fat cap on the back. So I made sure to render that fat cap really nicely, get flames all up around it and stuff. And that was it.
2: Yeah. And and that's something that, you know, when, when you first get that cut, you need to know ahead of time, don't cut off the fat cap. Like it's super, super important. And the way that Jeremy cooked it, you know, I'm steako And I don't really like to be chewing on fats or anything like that, but it's, it's different. This isn't like chewing on grizzle or anything like that. Like it's perfectly rendered and melts in your mouth. So when you cut it and you are pairing a, a nice chunk of that medium rare, rare meat with that tender melt in your mouth fat cap like it's it the it's not amazing. it's not
1: like a ribeye fat it's not that jiggly no. you know it's got it's, it's not got chewy. it's got a nice bite to it but it's, it's almost
2: like yeah. bacon fat
1: yeah it's good but i i'll say this um you know that meat package that we're giving away it's got this in it and mm-hmm. that one picana that you cooked jeremy um Picanha. i didn't even finish my steak like i was so full you know, yeah. I started, I mean, well,
3: like, I mean, I made multiple pounds of mac and cheese, homemade um, but that's what I, milk rolls, and
1: but that's what I'm getting at is that, you and know,
3: you're waiting for a creme brulee. So, I mean, you know,
1: well, I was waiting for the creme brulee. I didn't want to overdo it. But now the thing is though, is what I'm getting at is that one pecana can feed, like you said, multiple people with, mm. uh, with sides, which are proper sides. Yeah. You could
3: feed six adults easy on that one cut of steak easily
1: for 35 bucks so
2: anyways, that was delicious really enjoyed that
3: I had some real FOMO because I
4: was missing out I wasn't just fearsome of it or I didn't fear missing out I was missing out
2: well <laughs> you were cooking well, something amazing though too
3: yeah you had chicken right you had a chicken
2: <gasps> yeah
1: after we oh were, hey, uh, hey wait a minute look at this crap look at this jackwad calling in the middle of our podcast <laughs> Enter it. Look, look bro. Look, bro. You don't get to just call in after we called you the first time and you didn't answer.
0: <laughs> he cracked uh, the beer. I Had That's to open so up my bush latte here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, you, are you guys not running a call-in show or
1: what?
2: We are now. <laughs>
1: well, apparently, we are now. Noah,
0: am I? Am I the first
1: call-in guest? Yes, you, you are, are, sir.
2: Congratulations. Thank you for being a Hell part of yeah. this. Hell yeah. No, I
3: think we had another drink expert on at one point, and his drink was actually good. It was a Topo Chico. Mm.
0: You, you know, I'm on the Topo gang.
3: Oh, I know. That's why I kind of find it ridiculous that you get this other water substitute.
1: Yeah, let me. Okay. I, this,
0: uh, this coming from the crew that drinks PBR.
3: Ah,
4: okay.
1: PBR don't you ha- is so much better? Don't PBR you is quality? Yeah, don't hate on America's beer. <laughs> Come on. Okay,
0: uh, America's beer. Okay. Let let me give you a few reasons why Bush Light is a superior beer to PBR. We Number to one, it. it is brewed for America's heartland, and if you don't believe me, it says it right on the fucking can. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Matt. You'll have to bleep that or uh, later in my day. <clears throat> Number two, change? it is a latte, therefore you can have it in the morning, and if you don't believe me, it
1: says it right on the fucking can. <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you is, that, is there any more sir yeah number three
0: it's delicious all oh. right it's a it's hundred degrees you're hot you want something light and refreshing you want to drink 18 of something you grab a bush water. that
2: is true uh, that is true and look we are all drinking one right now
0: oh uh, I, I rest my case I, I sell beer i just sold all of y'all bushlights. So, I, who, I do. Who's the real winner? Oh, well you played. Ah. I did not even think of that, but well played. We all,
2: we all bought it. I mean, you,
0: you grab it, it's just so cold in your hand. You can barely touch it. You open it, you just hear that boosh
3: <laughs> in your face.
1: That like a good bush in your face.
3: <laughs> I got your bush all up in my beard right now, uh, Noah. I mean, <clears throat> hey. Well, the old uh the old womb
0: liquor.
1: You know, you know oh god <laughs> 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 Noah you've uh I think you that was a pretty strong presentation and I do feel a little stronger about drinking bush uh now. So well
0: you're a, you're a stand up guy, Joel. I wouldn't expect anything more from you.
1: Yes. And uh oh hey, while I got you on here, you want to tell me a little bit about that dickle juice you of mine you tried last night? All right, so
0: here's the thing. I uh I uncorked Joel's Dickle last night. <clears throat> I was in bed. Talks, talking about um, you know, Jeremy, you having my bush all up in your face. I had Joel's Dickle <laughs> all up on my lips. <laughs> 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 Jeremy did nice. Too. Now I've gotta say, I, I don't know if this is like a Tennessee thing or what. I I was not a fan.
1: Oh it's not it, a fan. the bottle and bonded is it's it's too unique. It's uh, definitely an acquired, either you like it, either you like like my dickle, yeah, if you either you like my dickle or you don't like my dickle, that's just, that's how it is.
0: You know, I honestly, I haven't seen the bottle and bond, uh, last week was the first time I had seen it. It's not something that, that is on the shelves on the regular. And I had heard you talk about it. So when I saw it, I was like, man, I got to pick this up and I haven't. You know, uh, I haven't done a, a Joel rabbit hole through the George Dickel line of of uh, expressions, but man, I, I tried it neat. I tried it. uh, You know, I, I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm a big fan. I put a little bit of water in it. Tried that. Dropped an ice cube in it. Tried it that way.
1: Nah, you water it down, know, too man. Much. I just, yeah.
0: I, I feel like I gave it its due. Although Matt has told me that the the neck pour is always a little dicey, sometimes it's got to open up a little bit.
1: Well, no, if yeah. it, if, it's, if it says anything, and we and that we can't, I don't want to go down too much of a rabbit hole on this, but if it says anything, yes, it, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the don't fu- lie, Elmer Fudd. <laughs> the fud's about to come in full force. Uh, but no, I, the when I first tried it, I wasn't a fan, and when I went back to it, is how I started getting a bit of an appreciation for it. So y'all don't
2: like the flavor from the shaft. You got to get down into the body. I,
1: liked, I like it right in the fricking sack, <laughs> down in the bottom. Yeah. I went there. All right. All right, homie. Yes. Well. I'll give it another shot. Give it another shot and come back and uh, we'll have you on again. And we'll talk about it.
0: All right. Looking forward to it. Love you guys. Love, Love you. Th- Love you too, Noah. See
2: you. <laughs> See you, man. Right.
1: Right. See you, buddy. Bye. Noah Cheek, everybody.
2: At Cheeky Barbecue.
1: That is, that is right.
2: Love the guy. Hi. He is so funny. Like you guys had me rolling last night, and if we could get those clips that we could Oh yeah the, the DMs between these three guys last night, actually four guys, um, I was just rolling. <laughs> Anyways, um All
1: right, well, I don't even really know where we were at, but let's go ahead and take a break. And when we get back on the other side, we got some more things to talk about that I think you guys are gonna be super interested in. I know I am. We'll see you on the other side.
2: We're back, and something that I want to dive into and talk about is Barbecue over here is now a centerfold. Like, he has had a magazine debut. Tell us about it, Matt. Yeah.
4: A
1: centerfold's a little bit What's strong. It? Mm, all the ladies going to be... Uh, yeah. Yes. All the <laughs> ladies going s- to be snail trail into Matt's centerfold. His
3: biscuits. Mm. Oh my
2: God. Showing <laughs> off his biscuits. Yeah.
3: So... Uh, G- getting a
4: peek inside that oven. Yay! Hey! Yeah. All the innuendos. So like, I don't know if it was like six or eight months ago, uh, this magazine called Southern Cast Iron Magazine hit me up. It was when I was uh, posting bread pretty regularly on the IG. And they're like, hey, we love this uh, picture. Would you mind if we put it in the magazine? And it was like, "Uh, sure. And then it kind of nothing happened. And so then they finally hit me back up and said, uh, if they decided to use it, it would be in the July, August magazine and ask if that was okay." It was like, Sure. All I ask is that you properly credit me one and then send me a complimentary uh, issue of the magazine because I'd like to see it. I'd like to have that picture in print. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: And so uh, now here we are towards the middle slash late end of August, and I never did hear anything, never saw my uh, free magazine show up. So I went on their website and saw that you could actually order one uh, just like the single issue outside of a subscription. So I did that. I was like, I wonder if maybe they just forgot to send it to me. When we got back from the beach, it was in the mailbox and flipped open a couple of pages. And sure enough, there it was. And it was not a centerfold. It was about a inch and a half by inch and a half picture, like much smaller than what you look on your phone. That's,
2: yeah. how, that's how most of uh, It was there. It was are. there.
3: It said barbecue from Saudi Daisy, Tennessee. So there you go. I'm still going to frame it.
2: Hell yeah,
0: yeah,
3: Yeah, I was going to ask if you're going to frame it. Like yeah. You should get like the double frame where you can see the cover and then like your photo on there. Be
4: it'll be awesome.
3: Like the cover is a, it's a bigger than normal magazine with this tiny,
4: teeny, little bitty picture underneath it in <laughs> like a little mat, you know? <laughs> yeah, you should yes. put like
2: a huge mat framing around the <laughs> yeah, tiny <exactly>. picture. <laughs> yeah, it'll be more mat
4: than picture, no
1: doubt. Oh, oh, I love it. You're lucky. I was looking for the applause hotkey and I couldn't find it. Oh. Anyways. All right. So, um, moving on from Matt's centerfold. I want a copy of it, the May edition, if you have it.
2: Joel's gonna mm-hmm. use it in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> when when Stacy goes i on of town. the
4: calendar. Just late.
1: Like, yeah. Can, so can you leave
3: it in the guest bathroom so I can use it when I'm over there?
1: Hundred percent. Yes, we can. Next to the tissues and the lotion. Yeah.
3: So terrible.
1: I know we're getting dirty. Um, so as of late, uh, as of next uh, next week, me and Stacy were supposed to be flying to Mexico about a year a year ago. I surprised her. With a trip that I've been planning for months to uh, Mexico for our 10-year wedding anniversary. And because of this daggum Rona, I had to cancel that jazz. So, we have, uh, but Stacy, with her, uh, uh, resolve, I guess. She found us a pretty cool place that we're going to drive to and, uh, which I'm actually pretty excited about. Yeah,
2: so, like, Mexico's super, like... Not important, but it's special to us. We've always enjoyed our time in Mexico, but all the things that we wanted to do there was, was really super restricted with COVID now. So we thought with the amount of money we're spending, we'll we'll just revisit that maybe next year whenever things are resolved. So we were both kind of bummed about it. I was sitting on the beach this week with my brother who actually... Uh, my brother and sister-in-law were initially going to go to Mexico with us. And, you know, I said, I'd love to take Joel to do this and do that here in Gatlinburg here um, locally. And he said, well, let's get, you know, we can get a cabin and go to a few places there. Well, I told Joel about it. He searched around everything. I don't know what's going on that weekend, next weekend, I looked at or a, this coming weekend. I looked at
1: 100-plus um, cabins. No shit.
2: And they're jank. Like, mm. the ones that are left over were, like, jank. And we're like, well, do, do we really want to, like, spend a 10-year nope. anniversary there? So. Nope. Mm -hmm. After I'd been looking those things up, I get an Instagram ad for this little place called Junebug Retro Resorts. And essentially, it's campers that this husband and wife have renovated. They're 1950s campers um, that are completely Mm -hmm. renovated. They're on 50 acres of land, and there's only 10 of them. And so it's just a line of the ten campers. It's and their little super spot. groomed,
1: yeah, super, oh, super like, clean looking spot.
2: Half a uh, half a mile of a creek with hammocks all laying around it, like laying over the creek. Um, there's hikes to do around it. Treehouses. Uh, a big treehouse with uh, patio furniture that you can go up there and have like your coffee in the morning or sit and have some beers at night. And um, and it's in Asheville, so we figured we're gonna drive up there. We actually we've got a 19 foot. 1950s Shasta, um, like they call it Matador Red Camper. That's got our name on it. Um, we're bringing the Camp Chef Pro 60 so that we can cook, um, cook up some dinners. We're going to go out to Asheville, grab some beers and, yeah, it's gonna have a good time. We're staying for two nights. going
1: to be a good yeah, time.
4: And if the campers are rocking, don't come and knocking yeah, right? I yeah, know.
1: damn straight.
2: <laughs> I know it,
1: yes. it, it won't rock very long, but it'll sure get there. That's what they here. Yeah.
2: Sure. And they've got like a community like fire pit area, so we figured you know we'll have a good time with that. But my sister in law just got back from Afghanistan, and she's been you know in not the greatest conditions. I said, "You've been deprived for the last three and a half months food wise. What would you recommend that we have for dinner one night that we cook on the camp shift? And she just said, "Skirt steak tacos." <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> so we're bringing the Pro sixty up there. We're gonna bring the Camp Chef pursuit, that the the, the uh, collapsible pellet smoker, and uh, we'll get we'll get some good content, have some fun. But this place has been on the Travel Channel. It's been on the Pioneer Woman. Um, it's been on several, like you know, um, you know, what do they call it? Uh, Freaking whatever, TV shows. Different
2: TV shows it has been and, featured uh, on. I can't
1: think of big words. Television. Yes. Ooh. We felt, just super,
2: <laughs> we felt super fortunate that there even was any openings so, for us to be able to snag that, so we're but, excited.
1: But speaking of canceling beach trips, you and Matt just got back from beach trips, and Matt, I want to hear um, about your travels, and what are you, what are you doing? Are you, 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 so I've
2: never had this are beer. You, are you
1: nose fucking the bottle?
2: I am. <laughs> Jeremy gave me this beer, St. Pauli Girl's. Uh, And it's from the office. If you guys I smell love okay, I've not tried it yet. (laughs) I popped the lid on this thing and like I love a good skunky beer and that has a good skunky smell. And I hope the flavor doesn't disappoint.
1: You'd be you would be a good pothead if you'd ever done that before.
2: (laughs) No, this smells amazing. I hope I'm not disappointed. Hold, Hold on, hold on. I love this.
3: Isn't it good?
2: It's so good.
3: I drank like four that night Joel came over.
2: What? Where can I buy some of these? Uh,
3: Total Wine has them in the German beer section. Um, and do they have neon signs? They do not because I would have bought one. Um, <gasps>
2: That's what we need in the TRP <laughs> studio.
3: So the only reason I knew that that was a real beer and not like a a TV show prop is because of our guy, Noah Cheek, the beer guy. He told me, he's like, oh, that's after I had recommended the episode Dinner Party of The Office in My reload Recommends. He told me that that's a real beer and like he actually collects neon and he's been searching for that sign. So he has a bunch of neon pieces and he's looking for that one.
1: Very nice.
2: This will easily become one of my favorites. I'm getting some of these to have in the camper. Okay, baby. Or can you run by Total Wine for me and get me some, please? Anything
3: for you. (laughs) All right. We've heard enough about your clothing optional resort. You guys are going to go to for your anniversary. Yes. Um, I want to hear about uh, Matt and his PK grill on the beach. Oh, yeah. It was was good. I I will say the PK redeemed itself.
4: Uh, Whenever I cooked on it the first time, I was not overly impressed. Uh, I would say after this trip, if I could only keep one of my grills, it would probably be the PK. Oh, really? I was that. impressed. It was the best. Hamburgers, maybe that I've ever had ever. Uh, we flipped the grill grates over to make a uh, like a flat top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right over the charcoal, and I'm telling you, when you've got that charcoal flavor with the crispiness of a flat top and cooking it's in the fat, next level. That's crazy. It is so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I awesome. will say, so one of the things that we did while we were at the beach, uh, I, I edited the most recent show that you guys heard, and I always do a couple of listen throughs just to make sure we didn't miss anything. And while I was listening through. The wife, uh, Julie, also heard uh, what we were talking about, which was what we should be sure to take on our trip. And one of the things that we mentioned, I don't remember who it was that suggested it, but maybe Stacy, was to bring oven mitts. And me. while we were down there, I took a ton of heat because we forgot oven mitts. Ah. <laughs> we talked about it. And uh, I did Jeremy's thing where I tried to use a towel, burned the heck out of my palm on a 450D. <laughs> 450 degree uh, oven rack while
2: I was trying to roast some potatoes. So there yeah, you go. I've
1: Should have yeah. listened to the advice. Well, I, not all of us have, you know, coarse calloused hands like Jeremy.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, Matt, like you've seen my hands before. Like, why would you take that advice from it's, me? That's just
4: that's, bad. That's it's bad. like it's bad shaking
1: a brick. <laughs> so I
3: totally
4: intended to take one. And then as we were listening, you know, I think Stacy said, don't forget to take an oven mitt. And Julie just cut her eyes over to me and was like, you knew we were supposed to bring an oven mitt. You still didn't bring one? <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> like, I'm sorry.
2: That is so, amazing. Yeah. You totally got called out on that.
4: That's amazing. Uh, the, the other thing from the beach trip, though, uh, I think. It's been a long time ago at this point, but I talked about I got that wireless Luft, the called the loof lighter X. Yeah. And they claimed that that thing was supposed to last 10 lights. So that was all I took to light the grill. I was like, well, I mean, we're only going to be there like five, six nights. So 10 lights should be more than enough. Uh, I lit my charcoal twice uh, and I did it in two separate places. So technically four lights and then the battery was dead. So I ended up having to go to Ace Hardware and pick up a chimney and some starters and a lighter. Ew. So I don't, you know, it might just be a fluke, more testing needed, but I will say do not count on getting 10 lights out of that thing. Uh, yeah. Be sure to have some sort of a backup plan. Don't just solely rely on that.
3: Have you followed up with Loof? Are other people having this problem and stuff? I have not. I have not followed up with them. Okay. But that's a good, uh, good idea. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, yeah you, hopefully you have it was just a lemon or something. Like, your battery was not a good one or something because that's horrible. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because
2: it was essentially purchased for convenience, you know, like competition barbecues. And, like, if we were to do that for Wing Fest, like, we'd have been screwed. We would have been screwed. Yeah, yeah, we
4: had eight pit barrels, and there's no way that thing was light. It would have gotten through half of them, and then we would have been like, what are we supposed to do? We would have been
2: borrowing gear from friends. And at so, that price, yeah. you know, like at that two ninety nine price point, which is totally worth it for convenience if you can rely on that. But at two to four lights, probably not the best bet. To me, My me personally, it would be better to put your money into something like a Jackery or some type of – um, one of those battery packs or something, then you could bring your plug in loofed, which we absolutely love. We love. Yeah. Ch-
4: but even then I would say it's hard to beat some quick lights on a chimney. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're going out into the woods or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just for the, the convenience of it. And it's, it's, I mean, it's foolproof, you know speaking, what I mean? So, speaking of light
1: mm-hmm. uh, chimney, I saw, um, and I forgot who it was, um, somebody on Instagram lit a pile of Flaming Hot Cheetos on fire and used that to light their charcoal in a chimney.
3: Really? They're Flaming Hot Cheetos, so that makes sense. They're super hot. uh,
1: Yeah, he had a little- Are they flammable? Apparently, he had a pile of them and they were burning and he, uh, you know, freaking put that chimney right on top of it and got his charcoal going.
3: Did you guys see that um, Cheetos is coming out with their own boxed mac and cheese and one of the flavors is Flaming Hot Cheetos?
1: I'm going to try it.
3: Really? Is it just like a Cheetos topping that's crumbled up and put on top, or is it a sauce flavored like it? It's like you know, Kraft boxed easy mac and cheese. Whatever, it's it's a Cheetos branded version of that. So who knows? The
2: whole
1: kit. I don't know about
3: that. I've never had boxed mac and cheese, so I wouldn't know. But you know, (laughs) for the people out there who do that sort of thing, Uh, I I don't believe it. But I'm just not surprised.
4: I
1: don't
3: believe it. Well, you know. (laughs) I'm a man of the world. <laughs> we'll serve you some blue box with a Big Mac someday.
1: How <laughs> I, what was, what was the title of your book? How I Cope or something? <laughs> somehow I somehow
3: Manage. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, let's
2: talk about our friend Brad who made his national television debut. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. H-
3: have you guys watched it yet?
2: No, I went on um, at Live with Kelly and Ryan on their Instagram page and I can't find it. Same
3: here. Like, I have Hulu and I have ABC, like, logged in and everything. And uh, Kelly and Ryan is not on either one of those. I was really looking forward to watching it, like, on, um, you know, the next day or whatever.
2: Us too. Like, I had actually set an alarm on my phone. I told every, cause we, I stayed at Ocean City, Maryland with my family from New York, like my extended family and my parents and stuff. And I told my mom and dad and my aunts, uncles and stuff. uh, Not uncles, sorry. Um, (laughs) And I told them about it and we were all excited to watch it. And of course, with the kids and everything around, we they were on the television and stuff. So I thought, well, he did mention that it should be on their IGTV. And now I can't find it. I'm super, super bummed about it. But he was on there, on Live with Kelly and Ryan. He did a little yeah, cooking he, segment. He
3: made a uh, Polo Asado Rojo Wings.
2: That sounds and incredible.
3: It's amazing how our show is just
1: propelling guests. You know? Yeah, I, I know, that's right.
3: So if, if you come <laughs> on our show, you'll probably go on Kelly
1: and Ryan next. Yeah, yeah that's right. I mean, what, what's yeah. next for the, our next guest?
2: You know what's funny is Brad said, if I would have known more in advance, because he knew he was going to go on the show, he just didn't know when. Like, he literally got a couple days advance notice before he was going to be on, and he said, I would have wore the barbecue athlete shirt.
1: What is his oh. problem? What
2: yeah. A- can you wow. imagine that would have been really hilarious? But what, um, what the
1: hell, Brad? But he, I want to
4: I see Brad in a tank top. He seems like a guy who could rock a tank
2: top. Yeah. You know what? Suns out guns out in Arizona.
1: <laughs> I just don't have that kind of body. I'm just telling you.
4: That's what, you know, you either have to have a perfect body for it or absolutely not the right body for it yeah. in order oh, to pull yeah. it off. Yeah. That's it like true. You know,
2: you have to own it. Like, hey, I wore my barbecue athlete tank on the beach. At Ocean oh, City. Me too. Well, yeah, I, I rocked I
1: it, it out. You got the, the body for then. it.
2: Yeah, I could fill out the top.
1: That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you
2: can. Uh, another thing that I saw that was really, really cool, and I've actually bought the ingredients for it was Kendrick Barbecue um, was cooking avocado fries. Did you guys see that?
4: Mm-hmm. See that? Oh. It's pretty amazing.
2: It is. So, what? And the thing is, it's almost kind of like going viral, like the whole, you know, smoked queso dip and uh, stuff like that like so ex- many people are recreating ex- it
1: Expl- uh, avocado fries
2: yeah so you is take your, them? you take an avocado of course you you remove the peel from it and you slice it into thick slices and then um he did egg wash flour egg wash panko breadcrumbs
3: do you like freeze the avocado so it's firm and you can do this or like
2: that's, a, that's
1: what i was wondering is it like an unripe one or Avocado something. is quite creamy when it's ripe.
2: Yeah, his seemed it seemed like the knife coasted through it really easily. So soft. Um but it wasn't like the ones where they're like so tacky on your fingers falling apart. Huh. Like he had perfect little slices, did that and then cooked them on the um he cooked them on his pellet smoker the Traeger um at like 375 for 35 minutes or something. Then he made uh, a creamy dip. He took uh, mayonnaise mayonnaise I think it was Duke's mayonnaise, Uh and then a hot sauce. Yeah, it was Duke's
4: mayonnaise.
2: Yeah, and then mixed it up, and uh, I bought avocados today for that reason, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna make those up. But ours are like way too hard to do them.
1: We'll see how that goes. But
2: do you think personally? You know, I know we've never made them, but do you think smoking them, or do you think almost frying them?
1: I was thinking fry them.
4: Like I'm worried they might fall apart in the fryer, though. Like, they're so soft.
1: Like a
2: flash fry
1: over smoking it? Smoking it, letting it be in that ambient heat versus
2: just going...
1: You know, either way, I
4: just out. feel like it's going to turn into guacamole by the time tonight's over. Did for you see, me. Did so you see his post? So I'm eager to hear how it goes for you guys. Did, <laughs> did you see <laughs> his post? I did see his post, They were yeah.
2: completely intact and beautiful.
4: All right. I wonder if they were good and ripe. I don't know. Let's I get them on an ass. I call
1: Kendrick right
2: now. Yeah, we do. We need to talk more about that for sure. All
1: right. Well, before we let's let's uh, get ready to take a break. But tell me real quick, Stacey. Like you, you took some stuff up to your beach trip. Um, What do you think was the game changer for you?
2: Uh, For sure, a chef's knife. I mean, we used the crap out of that de facto uh, mobility set. Yeah, Uh, used the paring knife, the chef's knife. And the um, Santoku knife. I used the crap out of that. Um, another thing... Did,
1: did the place you were at would not have a b- any stuff?
2: Okay, you know. All the vacations we've gone on and stayed yeah. in apartments and condos and hotels mm-hmm. or whatever that have kitchenettes, they never have anything you need.
1: Nope.
2: Surprisingly, this one, and and I don't have like a ton of great things to say about it because we were disappointed on some of the other things and that's another story. But the kitchen... They had all the measuring cups, all the like teaspoons, tablespoons, can openers, long tongs, spatulas, Damn. grilling tools. Um, anything, anything to grill on. Um, yeah, they had a grill there. Huh. Of course, I'm kind of, eh, I don't want to cook on another person's sure. grill or anything like that. That's why I had the camp chef. But um, I brought my few essentials and I used mine, of course. But they had quite a bit of things and options there. I was, I was impressed. Well,
1: damn.
2: And they have little pot holders and everything.
1: The one time.
2: The one time.
1: So, alright. So, let's take a break and on the other side, guys, we have a brand new segment you are going to love. So, stick around from this. It's going to have some live action involved in it. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> All right, guys, so we are back from the break. and It is time for a brand new segment that we are going to call 22 and 2. That is where we got to answer 22 questions in two minutes, and we are going to be bringing on a live contestant to see if they can outsmart one of us, which happens to be this week, yours truly. So our first guest that we uh, have today, his name is Josh Hickman. We're going to give him a call right now, get him on the show, and we're going to see if he can outwit the host, everyone loves to roast. Let's get him on. What's up, y'all? Josh, what's happening, man? What's up, buddy? What's it's,
3: up? It's G- you, Buffalo.
1: You are on that Reload Podcast, my friend. I am. Uh, are you ready to get your ass kicked in uh, the new segment called Twenty Two in Two?
4: I hope
1: I'm going against you. I think I got a pretty good shot. <laughs> 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 That's already. If I get my, if I get my dick kicked in, I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> All right. So Josh, what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to pass you off the mat. He's going to break this thing, this segment down, how it's going to work for the listeners and for you. And then we're going to go from there, buddy.
4: Yep. So uh, Joel is actually going to take his headphones off and step out of the room because the way this is going to work, uh, Josh is I'm going to read through 22 questions. You have two minutes to get through as many of those as possible. It's OK if you don't get through them all. You're welcome to skip anything that you don't know the answer to. Uh, it's all trivia based. Uh, and I will not be telling you if you get the answer right or wrong. You're just going to give me an answer and we'll tell you your score at the end. So the way this is going to work is, Josh, you're going to go first. Uh, we'll bring Joel back in and let you hear Joel's uh, run through the same questions. And then we'll reveal at the end which of you got more right. And all the actual right answers. So that sound good? Sounds good.
2: All right. So these guys are going to be having a duel against each other. And and what is, what is up for grabs, Matt?
4: What is up for grabs? I forget what we said was up
3: for grabs this week.
2: <laughs> Jeremy, what is up for grabs? <laughs> this
3: week, Josh Hickman, you will be playing for a reload rub tank of your own, filled with your favorite seasoning, as long as it's double action. All for you. <laughs> I think i And work a sticker with that. That is that that is exclusive to the podcast. You can only get it if you're on the podcast or if you go on the website and spend two dollars.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. All right, so I'm, I'm stepping
3: out now. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead,
4: Josh.
1: Josh, don't be too nervous. Okay. I'm a pretty smart person, so I don't want you getting nervous. But uh <laughs> so just keep calm. I'll be right back.
4: Is this like the us. SAT when you're better off like not answering the question and then, you know, moving on? No, I would say for sure you're better off to answer the question. You're not penalized right. for wrong answers. You're you're only credited for correct answers. Let's do it.
2: And you can say pass. And then if you get through those 22 questions and you still have time, Matt's going to we'll, re-ask We'll start
4: those. back over at the ones that you passed on. All right, so you're going to hear a countdown rolling. Uh, it'll say ready, set, go, and then the clock will start ticking. At the very end, you'll hear an explosion, and that's how you know your time's up. So Ooh. as soon as uh, the countdown starts, we'll, we'll get firing off.
2: All right, here it goes. Ready, set, go.
4: True or false, in order to qualify as bourbon, the whiskey must be distilled in the state of Kentucky. True. Who is the Atlanta Braves' first baseman? Freeman. Who, which Motown singer's contract writer included a request for a platter of barbecue chicken wings for himself, band, and entire crew? Skip. Where was the 1998 SEC championship played? Atlanta. What is seven times seven? 49. After beating the Tennessee Vols at home, which Florida football coach famously said, quote, it's great to see all these people out here getting disappointed. I love it. Skip. Which two primary colors mix to make orange? Black and... Yellow. Black
0: and what red. was
4: the what was the third best selling beer of twenty nineteen? Natty Light. Which famously one-eared boxer manufactured a barbecue sauce in retirement? Skip. Which bourbon is currently the top seller for twenty twenty? Weller. What grain does Budweiser famously use as a source of fermentable sugar in their brewing process? Barley. Which West Tennessee boy band member owns and operates Southern Hospitality Barbecue? Skip. Out of the top 25 best-selling beers in 2019, where did PBR rank? Seven. Which city has hosted the ASBEE World Kosher Barbecue Championship for the last 27 years? Memphis. Which company owns both Corona and Modelo? Facebook. All right, Josh, you made it through 15. What was that last answer? I just said cerveza. Okay.
3: Matt, those are brutal! (laughs)
4: It, that shit I,
3: I, I got a preview of these questions before it went. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so glad it's not me going tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't know
4: what to expect, but those were, those are pretty challenging. I'm impressed.
2: They were good. Those, those were great, Thanks. great questions. All right. Are we ready to bring in Mr. Lickladder?
4: Yeah, let's bring him back. All right, Joel. He's good. so going to lose this.
2: <laughs> now, did we, are we going to reveal how many that Josh got?
3: Yeah, yeah. Jeremy, why don't you tell the folks how many he got right out of Um, 15 that he got through. Out of 15, um, I am counting the Atlanta answer correct, so I would say uh, four. Is that what you got? Shit. Oh, four?
4: (laughs) He made it through 15 questions. He got four right. Maybe I need to go easier next time.
1: Let's get wrecked. All right.
2: (laughs) All right, Joel has stepped up to the mic. He is ready to duel with Josh Hickman it's at time. Straw Hat Barbecue. It's go time. Here we go. Straw what? Straw what?
4: Okay, Straw go. what?
2: Ready, set, go.
4: True or false, in order to qualify as a bourbon, the whiskey must be distilled in the state of Kentucky. False. Who is the Atlanta Braves' first baseman?
1: Don't care. Pass.
4: Which Motown singer's contract writer included a request for a platter of barbecue chicken wings for himself, band, and entire crew?
1: Frick me. Oh, my God.
4: Pass. Where was the 1998 SEC championship played?
1: That was in Atlanta.
4: What is seven by se- or, Sorry, seven times seven? 49? After beating the Tennessee Vols at home, which Florida football coach famously said, quote, it's great to see all these people out here getting disappointed. I love it.
1: That'd be Will Muschamp.
4: Which two primary colors mix to make orange?
1: That would be uh, yellow and white.
4: What was the third best-selling beer of
1: 2019? Ah, frick me. Of 20... Miller.
4: Which famously one-eared boxer manufactured a barbecue sauce in retirement?
1: That would be uh, Holyfield.
4: Which bourbon is currently the top seller for 2020?
1: That would be... Jad Jim Beam?
4: What grain does Budweiser famously use as a source of fermentable sugar in their brewing process? Say that again. What grain does Budweiser famously use as a source of fermentable sugar in their brewing process? Corn. Which West Tennessee boy band member owns and operates Southern Hospitality Barbecue? Justin Timberlake. Out of the top 25 best-selling beers of 2019, where did PBR rank? Fifth. Which city has hosted the ASBEE World Kosher Barbecue Championship for the last twenty-seven years? Kansas City. Which company owns both Corona and Modelo?
1: Corona and Modelo. Frick it up! Don't know. Pass. How many years has Kingsford been producing charcoal? Thirty-five.
4: What's the square root of one forty-four? Twelve.
3: <laughs> <laughs> too late
1: alright how many did
3: Joel get right?
1: I don't
3: know He's okay I'm about sorry
1: <laughs> you guys in Joel your primary colors four. what the hell
2: Josh what I said, oh, I, said Joel. I said white and yellow <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure you would have gotten that one it right.
1: was red and yellow yeah,
4: yeah. Cool.
3: So Joel you made it through 17 which is more than Josh Josh made it through 15 but uh, I'm counting 7 correct um, if you'll take Miller for the Miller light answer I'll take I'll take Miller on that. Okay, seven. Damn. Okay. Get ready. <laughs> Let's read
4: through real quick, just to give everybody the right answers. So true or false, in order to qualify as a bourbon, the whiskey must be distilled in the state of Kentucky. The answer is false. In order to qualify as bourbon, it has to be fifty one percent corn and in new charred oak barrels. The majority of bourbon's actually made in Indiana. Who is the Atlanta Braves first break? baseman? Freddie Freeman. Uh thing got o- that one right? Yeah. Which Motown Singers contract writer included a request for a platter of barbecue wings, blah, 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 at Smokey Robinson? Where was the 1998 SEC Championship played? You both said Atlanta, which we took. The answer I was looking for was the Georgia Dome. Uh, What is seven times seven? Uh, The answer is 49. You're both not. (laughs) Uh, After beating the Tennessee Vols at home, which Florida football coach famously said, it's great to see all these people out here getting disappointed. I love it. That's Will Muschamp. Yeah, you got that right. Muschamp. Joel? I can't believe I missed that one. I can't either, man. Uh, Which two primary colors mixed to make orange? Uh, Neither of you got that right. It was yellow and red. I (laughs) said yellow and black, I think. I was under pressure.
0: What's a primary color these days?
4: Yellow, red, or (laughs) blue. Blue.
1: I think that was rhetorical. Uh,
4: Which famously... Oh, I'm sorry. What was the third best-selling beer of 2019? The answer was Miller Lite. Uh, which famously one-eared boxer manufactured barbecue sauce in retirement? Evander Holyfield. Nice job, Joel. Yeah, boy. Uh, which bourbon is currently the top seller for 2020? The answer is actually Bullet, which I was surprised what? to see. What? Oh. Oh. Yep. What grain does Budweiser famously use as a source of fermentable sugar in their brewing process? Uh, the answer is rice. Which West Tennessee boy band member owns and operates Southern Hospitality Barbecue, Justin Timberlake? Out of the top 25 best-selling beers in 2019, where did PBR rank? Uh, the answer was actually 18th out of 25. Wow. So not quite as high as I'd hoped.
2: Where was Bush?
4: Wow, that's good stuff, too. Uh, yes. I, you know, I might hold the Bush one for a future segment, so All I'm right. not going to reveal that. Uh, which city has hosted the World uh, Kosher Barbecue Championship for the last 27 years? That was Memphis, if I'm remembering correctly. I think Hickman got that one right. He did. Mm-hmm. And Joel thought it was in Kansas City.
1: What? I, well, what? What What did? Uh, what was the answer again? I'm sorry.
4: It was Memphis. Ah,
1: oh, idiot. Uh, May.
4: Idiot. Which company owns both Corona and Modelo? Uh, the answer is actually Anheuser Busch.
1: Well, well, look I don't
4: at that. You guys knew that. I did not know uh. that. How many years has Kingsford been producing charcoal? Uh, One hundred. This is actually their 100th That's year 30. anniversary. That's it's 30, right on the 35. front of their bags. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <You> gotta, Joel <laughs> thought they started Joel gets in nineteen eighty five. That freaking that that, that, that uh, timer was going up yeah. music was and all the, epic. The, I was getting nervous.
2: Since nineteen twenty.
1: Yeah. That's yeah.
2: Good, there's some charcoal working people
4: and then the square root of 144 is 12 and since we only made it through 17 of the 22 uh, questions i'm going to reserve the rest of the questions for the next time we do this segment you know what i hate i feel bad forever comes up next
1: <laughs> <laughs> what i you know josh you can't see this cuz you're on the phone what i hate the answer to the first baseman of the Atlanta Braves is hanging on Matt's wall behind him and i still didn't get it
4: yeah, i have a sign pretty Freeman jersey hanging up behind me <laughs> oh, that's
1: awesome well look bro because i feel incredibly sorry for you that i wrecked you in this competition
3: oh, thank you thank you
1: yeah i'm, go- I'm not only going to give you a bottle of your choice as long as this double action um i'm also <laughs> going to throw in a koozie with your sticker as well my man yeah that's right, <laughs> <laughs> right. Jo- josh thanks for coming on buddy
4: yeah guys y'all have a great one hey real All quick right, hey real,
1: you, real quick give us a little shout out if anybody can find you online
4: yeah, straw hat underscore barbecue. Um, that's my only platform that I use. And uh, if you type in straw what, nothing comes up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? It's straw I think hat that's how the gooks pronounce it, right? <laughs> straw what? <laughs> straw what?
1: All right, brother. We'll see you, buddy.
3: All right, guys. Talk to y'all. Bye. See you both.
1: Bye. Josh Hegman, everybody. It's straw hat. Barbecue, is that right? That what he said? Yep. That was glad I didn't uh, shit the bed.
4: I
3: was proud of you,
1: man. Oh, that one. I was
3: proud of you. Joel, just so you know, um, Matt asked those questions to his wife, Julie, and she got 16 correct.
1: Well, she made it through all 22. She wasn't under the pressure that I was under. I even, I even played timer. her the
4: countdown timer. This yeah, was,
1: but there wasn't, there wasn't shit on the line. It wasn't a contestant. It was like, hey, if you can get it, whatever. I mean, who the hell thinks white and yellow makes orange? What the frick?
2: I, when you said yellow... I knew you were going to get it because I know you know that, and I think you got nervous and said, I
1: knew that I was wrong because she goes.
2: I know. I, I feel bad. <laughs> I went. <laughs> like
1: my husband's a freaking idiot. <laughs> that
2: was too good. Well, I mean, you didn't see me, but when Josh said his two colors too, I, I had to cover my mouth because <laughs> <So> I was <laughs>
4: laughing. Jeez, <laughs> it's like black and yellow or whatever.
2: Black and I yellow. I think the black key is
4: if you don't immediately know the the answer for it to pass. You got to pass and get to a question you do know the the answer for immediately.
2: And then you can think and make an educated and guess. And
1: I think about that. yeah, I, th- and I think in the future too we'll um uh in the future too we'll we'll tell uh, our future contestants that same advice. Yeah.
2: Let's yep. talk about his accent. I love Josh's accent.
1: He's got a nice he's got a nice little uh, a
2: little southern twang. A little
1: buttery accent. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get to a break. Um, And when we come back on the other side, we are going to jump right in to some rapid fire questions and some reload recommends. Then we're going to get the hell up on out of here. So stick around, guys. Your favorite segments are on the way.
3: Right, guys welcome back to the show we're gonna jump into the second segment of the night after matt's amazing segment we're gonna do some rapid fire questions all right tonight let's do stacy matt joel hey change it up a bit there all right guys first question of the night this is a good one how often are you drinking that sweet sweet dickel juice stacy
2: i have Actually, not tasted the authentic. Oh, you haven't pickle juice. I have not.
3: Oh, my bad. I like how you put a qualifier on that authentic.
4: Authentic juice. I mean, you have not know,
2: tried. We know oh, Joel's pickle juice, but
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. Anyways, Matt, <laughs> haven't cracked the seal on mine. It's still covered up.
1: Oh,
3: good grief!
4: How do Joel? you
1: how do you get good bourbon and not crack the seal on it? So, um, I got it down to about two thirds or a third of a bottle left here, me. And I was tired of you guys coming over and not trying my Dickel juice, so I left it on your counter. So it a was little a little
3: surprise coming up. We're gonna try that one on the air sometime, but uh, I stole your bottle. So
1: yes, you did. But no, it's uh, <laughs> it was a probably a once a week pour for me. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah. All right,
3: guys. Next one. Best macro brew beer, large brew. Stacy.
0: Mm.
2: St. Pauli girl.
3: There it is. Beautiful German lager. Matt. I got to go with PBR, man. That's the one I'm reaching for. murka in a can. Yep. Joel.
1: I'll say it before. I said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, my go-to is going to always be Lagunitas.
3: There, mm. it. there it is. All right, guys. Favorite fast food nugs. Oh.
2: Tasty. Oh, wow. Okay, so I am not. A big fan of chicken nuggets. I'm just not. What the um, hell? No. Um, I guess if I chose, it would be all right, number one. I I they're two totally different types of nugs. So I'm gonna say number one Chick-fil-A. Two, mm-hmm. Wendy's puts out a mean chicken nugget, but never will be McDonald's. Those are absolutely disgusting. It's like a shell of fried like, it's chicken like a chicken shell. Yeah, with like ins- yeah. like mush on the inside.
3: No. Nope. They grind up their chicken meat and then shape it and then bread it and fry it. It has a place in my heart, but like
4: they do. <laughs> this is the guy who won't eat a fast food cheeseburger. <laughs> I love Nugs. Matt. <laughs> I got to go with the spicy chicken Nugs from Wendy's. Mm, Hard Wendy's, to is, good. It.
1: Wendy's it's is good. Wendy's is good. Joel? Oh, man. I'm going to have to go with the Lord's Chicken and just say Chick-fil-A's 12 count. There it is. We dipped it around stressing. You,
3: you know, they, they have a 30 count, actually.
1: Oh, well, I mine's a go-to 12.
3: Say, there you go. I can't smash. I like how nugs. no one mentioned the disgusting Burger King chicken fries. I want to thank you guys for that. You're welcome.
1: Yeah. Do you know you can buy uh, a ten count of Burger King nugs for one dollar? And that should tell you something. Yes.
2: <laughs> the finest chicken.
3: <laughs> <laughs> assholes and with assholes and lips, lips, lips Chuck and assholes. Chock, <laughs> chock bowl of peckers and lips since <laughs> 1954. All right, guys. What is your dream country to travel to for food-eating purposes? Oh. Daisy.
2: Wow, that's something I really need to think of. Um,
3: a country or, like, a major city in that country, but out of the U.S.
2: You know, gosh, it's hard to pinpoint it to one because we love to go to Mexico, and freaking food in Mexico is unbelievable. But I've been there. Let's say I'm going to Italy.
3: Italy, nice, Matt.
4: I think, I think I'm gonna say Australian, Australia because they've got supposedly some pretty crazy barbecue down there. So yeah. Australia, New
3: Zealand area, one of those two for sure. From what I've heard, their country has the closest thing to like American barbecue. That I've seen is huge over there, plus tons of seafood because they're all in the water. Because the right. middle the country is filled of um, scorpions and snakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel.
1: Uh, it's gonna be a little bit out of left field, but I'm gonna say Ireland. Um, Ireland, well, oh, I, some haggis. Yeah, some haggis in that stomach. Baby. Mm, blah, blah, blah. I'd eat it. I want to try it. Uh, I, I've always been intrigued with Irish and Scottish foods, and another thing is, it's always been a dream of mine to see that country too. But I want to go get some of that good, like real down home food. food. Yeah.
3: Nice. Put, kiss the blarney rock. All right, guys. What is your spirit animal? Stacy. Wolf. The wolf. The wolf. The she-wolf. <laughs>
2: that...
4: <laughs> How do you have an answer for this so quickly, Stacy? Uh,
2: I've always loved wolves. I've I have i have always loved wolves and all of my girlfriends, all my, my best girlfriends, we call ourselves the wolf pack, so wolf forever.
3: I hate to bring this to you, Stacy, but that's every woman's answer to that question. A wolf?
2: You and, and then their group basic? of friends
3: is called the Wolfpack. Yes. Is it? <laughs> you're, bo- you're boring. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're boring. <laughs> Stacy's look don't of
0: look at- disbelief right now. Don't look at me. I
3: didn't say it. I didn't say it. She's Uh, looking at me like she's going to stab me. I guess it's (laughs) hard. So, I'm going to give you the background on this question before Matt and Joel answer. It's from a TV show I've been watching, Brooklyn Nine Nine. One of the main characters, her spirit animal is a wolf. She's a female. And then, uh, whenever someone does something basic, they always say, You're boring. So, it's all from the show. (laughs) I like that. Oh, man.
2: Jeremy, what is yours? A pig?
3: Maybe a trout. How about a trout? trout? Yeah. I was thinking platypus for you, Matt, but that's okay. Uh, you, Joel. Are, why? <laughs> I just don't know why. <laughs> Joel's a my uh, aren't that big, Jeremy.
1: Are, are you, Matt, are you always feeling like you have to swim upstream? You know, are you always fighting against Sometimes, the current? Sometimes, yeah. 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 Okay. And Especially on this show. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, jeez, man. I'm going to say, um, let's say Jaguar. Oh. There you go. Because I'm, uh. Strong, predatory, and I'm sultry. Stallion. I'm
3: really surprised you're not going with uh, Sex Panther. He's <laughs> Man, that would have been a good one. Sixty percent of the time,
1: it works every time. I was gonna say rabbit because I get to get it off my wife a lot, but <laughs> oh, there you go. Gary listens to the show, so I'm not. I'm not gonna say
2: that. I'm gonna say a bear.
3: Too <laughs> bad you already said it. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. What does the acronym WALL-E stand for? Stacy.
2: watching a lifeless.
3: All right, I'm going to stop you right there. From the movie Wally, what does Wally stand for? Oh,
2: weird ass.
3: Yes, that is what the kids' movie Wally stands for. You nailed it. Is
2: this is this is this wrong answers
1: only? <laughs> 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 this should have been wrong answers only.
2: All right, I don't know.
4: Craft I'll, and I'll burn. pass it, Matt. Uh, Walking, alone, lonely, life. Eggs. Uh, eggs, yeah. <laughs> He's all by himself collecting it's
2: garbage stuff.
1: It's
2: such a great movie. <laughs> Mr. Joel. I don't,
1: I don't know. Waste, attracting, loot, <laughs> lifting, electronics. That's an
3: amazing answer. That was the closest answer. You got two of the words right. Sweet. It is... Waste Allocated Load Lifter Earth Class. Oh, I, look at that! really close on that one. <laughs> but, 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 he know know that, what,
2: but he doesn't know <laughs> what primary colors make orange.
3: He doesn't even know his colors answer these shut,
1: questions. Shut the hell up.
3: <laughs> this is no 22 and 2. These questions are pretty damn easy. Yeah. <laughs> Wolf. Alright, guys. What fruit would you theme your child's birthday after?
1: Oh, snap.
2: Watermelon.
3: Fun, Matt. Grapes. <laughs> the <laughs> grapes, crap. The look on his face, like
4: I'm okay. trying to think,
3: because then you have an excuse to drink, right?
2: There you go. Yeah. make right.
3: uh, make wine
2: and uh-huh.
3: and other beverages, and that's pretty much a beer. So you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joel.
1: <laughs> that was like an orange, an orange. Yeah. 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 It's big. It's big and it squeezes all the fricking money out of me every time.
3: It can be like breakfast themed. There, there it is. Yeah. All right. All right, guys, as we're all aware, pizza is the food of gods and kings alike. Where do you go for your favorite slice of suh? Stacy.
2: Well, if you go for a broad answer, I would say New York because New York-style pizza is by far my favorite kinds of pizza. But locally here, I found a new place called Johnny Brusco's, and it's a New York-style pizza. It's awesome. And the pepperonis on it are just so delicious and flavorful. Yep. Love it. Johnny Brusco's.
3: Where is that at? Is it here in Knoxville?
2: Uh, it's here in Knoxville off North Shore. Um, actually, D- down it's the in the Choto area. Chodo
3: Town Center. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. nice, nice. It's,
2: it's awesome. by Don Gallo's. Yeah, yeah. Right next to Cool.
3: Me. I'll, I'll try that out. Matt,
4: so uh, I will say I prefer <laughs> Chicago style to New York style. Just want to get that out of the way. But I'll uh, of you like do. if I'm going somewhere locally. Uh, there's this little place called Loopy's that I really
1: like.
3: Very good. Yep. Cool.
1: Ah, man, because we eat at the same damn place all the time. I'm gonna have to go agree with Stacy. I like the Johnny's. Mm-hmm. Johnny Bruce. There it is. Putting
3: what about you, John, Johnny? In your mouth. Jeremy, what do you got on that one? I'm curious. Uh, we had Marco's tonight, and that's a good delivery pizza. It it, it, it's quality. That's we right actually the had Marco's
4: us. tonight, too. But I don't
3: like that their mushrooms seem like they came out of a can. They're like the slimy can mushrooms. You know, so my wife does not like mushrooms, so we never get mushrooms on our pizza. But I love mushrooms, so good tip there. Hey,
2: no. if you love mushrooms, just side note, you have to try the Portobello
3: Uta Burger. From Oh, Ultimate. Oh, the, yeah, we had that one together.
1: Hello. We did?
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. I cooked it for you. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I'm telling you, Hey, Jeremy, you gotta, hey, me, you gotta uh, try it. It was I an want, awesome burger I had.
1: I wanna back up real quick. Um, Hold
3: on, I got, I got another thought on Marco's. Um, do you get the crust toppers on your pizza, Matt? No, we usually do thin crust from there. What's that? Uh, okay. They have crust toppers, and what you can do is they have like four different ones. You just click all of them and get all the crust toppers on your pizza. It's the best oh, thing ever. I didn't know it's that was like a this thing. amazing, garlicky, cheesy breadstick at the end of your pizza instead of just like a plain old, boring crust. Okay, I knew nothing
2: thing. about crust toppers, and literally, Marco's is what, two miles down the road from us, and we order from there all the time?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Also, side note, you said the fruit themed birthday because you went to a birthday today and it was lemon.
3: It was a lemon-themed birthday. And it was a drive-up birthday, and they had a lemonade stand on the side of the road. And that's what they passed you little cupcakes, and you gave them presents, and honked, and all that sort of stuff.
1: Huh? I like how they're dri- oh. I like they're having they're having a drive-through birthday for Corona, and then they're passing you shit from their house <laughs> to eat. My, and, and My jazz. wife
3: told me I'm not allowed to make fun of her friends in the podcast. Oh,
1: sorry, so. sorry, Ty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, it, it's much better than a bunch of kids jumping in a pa- ball pit together. So. You got that I'm right.
2: committed to a two-hour party. You got. You get, get to right. drive away. <laughs> Fifteen minutes.
3: <laughs> yeah, you gone.
1: All right. Anyways, all moving right. on.
3: Next question. Your favorite question. The one we always end on. The one you're never prepared for. Are reload rubs the greatest seasonings of all time? Stacy.
2: Is Joel Licklider <laughs> stallion? That's so dumb. What can I say? I don't know.
3: No, he's obviously a sex panther. You're boring, Matt. Uh,
4: Were the questions on the inaugural 22 and 2 way too hard?
3: Oh, my God. They were crazy difficult. Awesome answer, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Joel. Is bush
1: light as clean as breathing air?
3: It's as clean as drinking water, because that's what it tastes like. Yes. All right, guys, that brings us to the end of rapid fire. I'm going to throw it over to my man, Joel, to get some recommendations.
1: That's right, guys. It's time. It's time for that segment that rounds out the podcast, the one you all look forward to. It is my segment, Reload Recommends, where we recommend things that we think are badass that you should try. And now, let's get started on Jeremy Drop That Beat. Reload now. <laughs> Recommending things we think for you. We gotta recommend. <laughs>
3: I only have so much breath in
1: my lungs, Joel. <laughs> Come on. Now. You got you to you you breathe. No, sorry, I, I was I'm sorry. I'm Will Ferrell here. Come I on. really was feeling it. And uh, yeah. Okay. But anyways, guys, that's it. We are starting right now. Reload Recommends. <laughs> We're going to get our order in place. I'm going to do, uh, let's go Matt, Stacey, Uh myself. I'll put Jeremy last because uh, he's obviously out of breath from assisting me on the intro. So, sure. Matt, what you got to recommend, buddy?
4: So this week, uh, for Matt's music, I have 27-year-old Virginia Beach-based singer-songwriter called Matt Mason. Uh, this song hit number one on the Billboard Alternative Charts in August of 2019, and it was the longest-running number one single by a new artist all year. So from his album called Bank on the Funeral, this is a song called Cringe
2: before she said that i don't look like no more, no
1: more i said i'm just tired she said you just tired I said,
4: so i love the song it's like perfect beach music which i was just at the beach so i practically had it on repeat it's got that singer-songwriter vibe but he's got also like a little bit of a hip-hop flavor thrown in there so totally something I can I can jam to. I really like it a lot.
1: You're always bringing heavy hitters on the Matt's music side of things, man. I oh, thanks, man. Thanks. I
2: know, yeah. and I always look forward to it, too, because, you know, Joel and I listen to this playlist all week long. Yeah. Like, whenever we just need some background music, we're turning it on, so it's like, ooh, what new edition are we going to get this week?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it is a, and I'm I telling hope you, I like it. And this playlist, is, it's a pick-me-up kind of thing. When I'm when I'm feeling like, you know, I'm kind of down a little bit, I'll turn this thing on, and it jazzes me right up.
2: Yeah, so. we, ter- we turn it on when we're packing orders and stuff like that. Love it.
1: Stacy. what you got, oh. girl?
2: All right, so my Reload recommends this week is a snack that we got in a gas station on our trip, and uh, I've not seen it in the stores. Um, I'm pretty sure it is available in the stores, but it's a new Pringles flavor The can... <laughs> The yes. can yes. is purple, and the flavor is Parmesan and roasted garlic, which sounds so strange, but it is. <laughs> Jeremy, money. Jeremy sounds like
1: sounds like no. Jeremy's pizza crust. Lose the skunk face, Jeremy, because I literally bit into this chip, and I go, Jeremy would fucking like
3: this. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, like, <laughs> I love those flavors but like that could go wrong so many uh, yes, ways but well, they, but they, you, they you, nailed it I think they nailed, they nailed it. it
2: and when you pop the lid like it's pungent this isn't like you know sometimes when you're eating like a Pringle it's just got like a light flavor and then a crunchy chip like this is yeah this, it's pungent like when you crack the can open in the car my mom was like oh my gosh that is so much garlic like it is garlic flavor town
3: so there's one time I, uh, I, I went to the movies, and uh, my mom was there, we were younger and stuff, and she sits behind my sister and me. She came in a little bit after us. Uh, she, this is at the mall, the local mall. She went to the food court and got some uh, garlic knots and pizza and snuck it into the movie theater. And she opened garlic knots in the movie theater, <laughs> and the whole movie theater smelled like what you're describing. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh my god, you can't have it in here. And she's like, yeah, but do you want one? I was like, of course, I want one. but like- <laughs> Of course, but I'm
2: embarrassed. I'm telling you, you know like all right, you crack open a jar of like minced garlic, it has a smell. But if you roast yeah. garlic, you roast it's garlic, so it's so different. You yeah. pop the you pop the top of the Pringles, it's roasted garlic with parmesan. It's,
1: it's it's crazy. I'm not going to say it's like, it's you know, delicious. 100% that you know, legit, but they're pretty damn good.
2: It's just a good, it's a good chip flavor.
1: I think we, we might were...
2: need to
3: do like a uh, a snacking on the pod segment sometime. Ooh. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that, taste
2: different Pringle flavors.
1: Let's
3: do it. Mm-hmm. Well, different stuff like you know, Takis or something or whatever.
2: Uh,
1: well, we'll yeah. have to throw that out to fans. If the fans out there have any uh, suggestions for snacks, we could do on snacking on the pod. Hit us up. Yeah, like a, bl- a blind tasting on snacks is genius. <laughs> I've,
2: I've um, I've I've got three different tacky uh, flavors upstairs, anyways, because we, <laughs> our son, our seven year old son is like obsessed with the extreme ones, like the ones in the purple bag. That's like the hottest ones. He mm-hmm. loves them. All so, right, anyways.
1: All right, so what I have this week, guys, for all the beer lovers out there, I was introduced to a new beer this week, and um, I've actually. Love it. I like it a lot. It's one that I can... It's a heavy beer. It's a heavy hitter, in my opinion. Is that a potty boy reference? No. Heavy hitter. Honest work. Oh, okay. Well...
2: What uh, is that, a 16-ounce can? I wanted
1: to make sure I wasn't ripping them off. Anyways, it is is a beer that is brewed by Stone Brewing Company, the same company that makes Arrogant Bastard and and, uh, some other stuff that I can't remember off the top of my head. But they collab with Metallica, and it's called the inter Pilsner. It's a, uh, a beer that represents the cataclysmic collision between two uncompromising supernatural forces. It's a crisp and refreshing Pilsner, much like the band, transcends genres, shatters preconceptions, and challenges convention. That is a horrible, horrible description of this beer. I'll yeah, t- that was complete bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit that just vomited on, out of my mouth.
4: Um, yeah, and I've never thought of Metallica as fresh and refreshing either, or crisp and refreshing. <laughs> no, <but I> <laughs>
1: not at all. And well, I, this beer and this, is
2: deceiving because beer, they call it a, it's called a Pilsner, and I bought it for myself, and it is dry, it's bitter, and it is just like an IPA. It's,
1: it's hoppy. I mean, this is not a crisp. I had one, yeah. It's, it's not it's, crisp and clean, but it is a nice to me, if you like hoppy, bitter flavors. I really enjoy this beer. Like, I really like it. And
2: it it has a cool can. It does. The font is like the Metallica font.
1: It's sexy. So, that's it. Jeremy, round us out, brother. All
3: right, guys. I have a podcast to recommend this week. Um, After you've listened to our podcast. and You went back and listened to every single one of our podcasts. Go listen to this podcast. Um, it is called the office ladies and it is Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey who played Pam and Angela on the office and they (laughs) recap every single episode of the office. They do like an hour recap of every single episode. They bring on special guests from each episode and you get the behind the scenes look of what happened with the crew on those days. They have about 40 something episodes so far. I'm about five episodes in. I just started listening, uh, last week, but it's, it's really fun. Listen, um, I usually throw it on sometimes.
1: Very nice. So if you are an extreme office fan, you got to check out Office Ladies. Is that what it was called? Office the Office Ladies. The <laughs> Office Ladies. Okay. Well, that's it, guys. Jeremy, excellent recommendation. Everybody, everybody brought some uh, pretty heavy hitters to the to the Rayla recommends this week. Uh, thank you guys for... Nope. I know. I'm trying to work myself to it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i I'm, I'm gonna take over right now we're okay, start, let's take it I, over I've got a question for everybody, and I'm going to throw it out there and I would like you guys to dm us at that reload podcast or at that or at reload rub on Instagram or you can email us stacy at reload dot com um here is the question: what should our listeners be called? Do you guys want to be called something you know like call her daddy podcast they're called you know. The daddy gang,
3: you know. I just realized, like, like Insane Con Posse has uh, the Juggalos. The yeah, Juggalos, exactly.
1: yeah. you know. So, we, what well, we want, guys, you know, we love you all. We appreciate you guys. But we want you guys, we, we want you all to come up with your own tagline for yourselves. And this is something, this question that Stacey's uh, throwing out there, this is something we're going to be doing on the reg. Uh, we're going to be throwing questions out to you guys. We want you all to answer them. So, on our next podcast, we're going to be answering these questions at the front of the show. So. And,
2: and shouting out with who the answers are. Coming from. So um, some of the ones that have already been thrown out is reloadies or the hooligans.
1: Yeah. So, but let's see what, what can you guys tell us? What do you all want to be called? Give us some good stuff and maybe we might pick it and you could be responsible for the entire fan base of the TRP show.
2: Yep. And and next episode we'll be sure we'll be talking about those answers at the um, front of the show. Um, Also next week, something to look forward to is another episode of porn on the podcast. Ooh. And who's hosting that one?
1: Miss Salty.
2: Salty over here. That's right. I'm prepared, I'm ready, and I cannot wait Slick, for you guys to try these bourbons. Yeah,
1: Slick snuck out and she snuck in some bottles of bourbon that I am, I am pr- trying to stop myself from, to look at. So uh, that's it. Everybody, we good? We out? Good. All right, guys. Thank you all for listening to this episode of That Reload Podcast. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Do it. Do it right now so that you can listen to that Reload podcast anytime, anywhere. We love you all, and we will see you on the next show.
2: See you next Tuesday.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. H I J
3: K L M N O P. Okay, so we found out when my mom, um, when we first had kids and stuff, like my mom would sing them the ABC song. We found out she didn't actually know the ABC song. She would sing it like it's totally different than that. And we're like, oh my God, did you never learn your ABC? (laughs) No. Mo. And she'd be like, ABC. Yeah, like, I can't even sing it without singing the song. Like, like she some <laughs> other song she would sing. And no then she would get lost halfway through because she doesn't know the song. It was the funniest thing ever.
2: But she knew the <laughs> alphabet.
3: Yeah, she knows the alphabet, but she doesn't know the song. So, like, oh. she would try to sing the song, and, oh. like, she would get off track and, like, lose her place and, like, forget letters.
2: I thought you meant it, it was, like... A P R D H.
1: <laughs> the right song CD. with the wrong letters.
2: <laughs> oh, you have bottomed out? Uh. I have a deer antler to scratch my back, please? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Things you only hear in the, the
1: in the Reload
3: headquarters. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, I please I tell me we're recording right now.
1: We are. That,
3: Those okay.
2: are my back scratchers in the office. <laughs> I don't see There's any antlers. There's always deer antlers laying around. Okay, guys, we're back for, uh, never mind.
1: Hold on, segment not happening.
3: I'm gonna wait for the third time for you to intro to pop my can open because, like Joel, it'll be that one.
1: (laughs) Don't don't do it. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I think there's like um, a bunch of people messaged me afterward. Uh, Lou is one of them. He was talking about it a bunch. I guess he used to drink it a bunch back in college or whatever. Um, I guess there's a contest every year where you can like send in a picture to be like the St. Pauli Girl of the Year and stuff. Really. So we will need to get you dressed up, Stacey, and send in okay. a picture. I'll do that
2: for I'll
3: do that for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> dress up as a St. Paulie girl. I
1: will. Uh, she definitely got the girls for it. That's for sure.
3: Let's do it. Cool. Is Joel out? Joel's I'm
4: glad up. I drank like 14 natty daddies today, so we're fine <laughs> <planning> for this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're all drinking Bush Light, so yeah, we're right we're, with, we're deep in the bush. So Bush, lattes.
1: is. I love it. So y'all ready? Yeah.
4: Okay. It's either gonna be great or it's gonna be terrible. I can't
1: uh, wait. <laughs> let's do it.
4: <laughs>
3: Ford will be somewhere in between.
4: Yeah. Okay. So okay, Okay. I see what you're saying. Maybe the questions are too hard. <laughs> which which car company played a key role in the creation of Kingsford charcoal? Ford. Yep.
3: I did not know that.
4: How old is Philip Fulmer? I can guess. He's uh I don't even, I don't even know what that is.
1: He is sixty seventy
2: two. He's seventy one.
4: Sixty eight. Julie ah. thought he was 67, so she missed that by one year. Who who is that? He's the, now he's the athletic director for Tennessee. He was the football coach for years and years.
1: He's like the most revered football coach in Tennessee history almost. Sports ball. (laughs) He was the coach that got us our only national championship.
2: That needs to be his meh. Sports ball.
1: (laughs) Yes. Sports ball. (laughs) If you
3: make me go on the uh, trivia side of that and like, any questions like that, I'm going to assume like sports ball next. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's a good strategy. Which state has
4: the most barbecue restaurants per capita? Texas. Yeah. I'm sad. Uh, the answer is Oklahoma. There's one for every 5,000 residents. Jeez.